Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Welcome. In the Lord of the Rings podcast, we wander the world of J.R.R. Tolkien by exploring the foundational epic stories from the deep past of Middle-earth. If you enjoyed Tolkien's books, or maybe Peter Jackson's movies, or perhaps you're excited for Amazon Studios' new series, The Rings of Power, and you want to dive deeper into the rich world of Middle-earth, then listen and subscribe. Bagovanian, fellow wanderers. Hello, Middle-earth wanderers. I want to bring you some insights from Tolkien's lore that we see displayed in the opening sequence of Amazon's Rings of Power. Also, I'm traveling today and using a different mic, so that might be why the audio sounds a bit different. We live in a time when we can skip the intro scenes for our favorite shows. Even the title of movies doesn't pop up until after the movie. But I have found myself not skipping the intro scenes to Rings of Power. It may be one of my favorite sequences of this new series. The visuals are created using a technique called cymatics, which uses a medium like sand to create different shapes using sound frequencies. First, I cannot think of a better way to demonstrate the creation of Middle-earth. The creation story of Tolkien's mythology begins like this, quote, There was Eru, the one, who in Arda is called Aluvatar, and he made the first Ainur, the Holy Ones, that were the offspring of his thought, and they were with him before aught else was made, and he spoke to them, propounding to them themes of music, and they sang before him, and he was glad. For a long while they sang only each alone, or but few together, while the rest hearkened. For each comprehended only that part of the mind of Iluvatar from which he came, and in the understanding of their brethren they grew but slowly. Yet ever as they listened, they came to deeper understanding, and increased in unison and harmony. Through the singing of these Ainur, the Holy Ones, the world that contains Middle-earth would come into existence. So music is literally in the deepest nature of all things in Middle-earth, from the creatures that talk like elves, men, and ants, to things that we would call non-sentient, trees, mountains, rocks, and the seas. All things have music within their natures, even orcs. Some of the Ainur descended into the physical world to further shape and protect it. Those who did were known as the Valar. There were fourteen named Valar, or seven pairs. Melkor, who would later be called Morgoth, and is the big bad guy before Sauron, also came into the physical world. All told that seven pairs, plus Melkor Morgoth, making eight, all singing around Iluvatar. One of the earliest formed images in the intro sequence is a set of eight circles surrounding another circle. Could this be a representation of the one Iluvatar in the middle, with the seven pairs of Valar plus Morgoth encircling Iluvatar? Perhaps this is a visual callback to the very beginnings of the world. And if you're skeptical that Morgoth could ever be counted among the Valar, consider this line from Tolkien's The Silmarillion, quote, Melkor is counted no longer among the Valar. This, to me, presupposes that Melkor may have been counted among the Valar. Whether he was, he was still a divine being of the same class and kin as the Valar. Moving on, the music for the opening sequence was provided by none other than Howard Shore. Shore composed the music for the Peter Jackson adaptation of the Lord of the Rings movies. And if you're anything like me, you may have spent hours with the Lord of the Rings soundtrack CDs playing on repeat in your portable CD players, 
falling asleep to the sounds of the Shire, or the lyrics of Into the West, softly caressing you into a dream state worthy of Middle-earth. No, that was just me who did that? Anyway, Shore again demonstrates that he is the master of Middle-earth music in this piece. One particular theme calls the Lord to mind. About 55 seconds into the sequence, the music becomes much more discordant, with black sand weaving its way through the beautiful brown sands, breaking harmony into chaos and marring the perfection of creation. That music and the black sand draw my mind to these passages again in Tolkien's Silmarillion. Quote, Straightway discord arose about Melkor, and many that sang nigh him grew despondent, and their thought was disturbed, and their music faltered. And later, Melkor provides another theme described as, quote, loud and vain and endlessly repeated, and it had little harmony, but rather a clamorous unison, as of many trumpets braying upon a few notes. I love that when the black sand enters the sequence, loud trumpets and other brass instruments bray loudly over the other harmonies, just as Tolkien described in the first moments of creation. Now, let's review a handful of symbols we see in the sand. The most clear to see are the two trees of Valinor. We've explored their story extensively on this podcast, so I won't go deep on that today. But you can find most of their story in episodes 2 and 5. I also see a number of visual representations of the kingdom of Numenor. About 30 seconds in, the sands shape a large circle with 8 points, which I interpret as the sun. And as it fades, the gold glitter in the background forms a 5-pointed star that is an exact replica of a map of Numenor which then shifts into a symbol that we see on Muriel's badge. I'm not sure how to describe it, but think of three curved lines that meet in the middle. If you look closely on Muriel's golden badge, we see this same symbol, with three gems on the end of the curved lines, which reminds me of the three Silmarils that Feanor created, and which also contained the light of the two trees. Also, about a minute into the sequence, I can clearly see a tall mountain, with some other smaller hills and clouds nearby it. If the trees represent the race of elves, and the Numenorean shapes represent the race of men, then I say that this mountain represents the race of dwarves, and their mightiest kingdom, Khazad-dûm. And just before the words of the title dispel all sand and glitter, we see what appears to me to represent the Eye of Sauron. There is a circle in the middle of various other oval-like shapes, and the sand and glitter are pulsing like the giant red eye of the Peter Jackson movie adaptations. I could also see the argument for this final circle to be the one ruling ring, which makes sense, if we consider the other visuals I discussed before, and the ring verse at the beginning of the Lord of the Rings, quote, three rings for the elven kings under the sky, seven for the dwarf lords in their halls of stone, nine for mortal men doomed to die, one for the dark lord on his dark throne, in the land of Mordor where the shadows lie, one ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, one ring to bring them all and in the darkness bind them, in the land of Mordor, where the shadows lie. But perhaps the most subtle and striking feature of this sequence are the final measures of the song. Yes, Melkor's discordant themes have disrupted the beauty of creation. However, as the title splashes up, the final good theme triumphs over evil. Good wins in the end. And that is one of Tolkien's major themes. Quote, In one chord, deeper than the abyss, higher than the firmament, Piercing as the light of the eye of Iluvatar, the music ceased. This is one intro sequence that I am not yet tired of watching. I'm sure there's more hidden clues in it, so if you've seen or heard of any I didn't touch on, please send me a note. Thanks for listening. Please remember to send me your questions for the latest Rings of Power episode so I can answer them. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or via email using the links in the show notes. 
My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Lore of the Rings Podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember, not all those who wander are lost. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.